Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Harmonize with me and hold me tight all through the night. You're shining bright. I'm your oyster, baby. You're my pearl. William, we're back. Here we are, Tom. How's it going? It's fantastic. How are you? You were, you were uh, smiling as if you were smiling towards me, but you were actually smiling towards the people at home. I was going right down, what do they call that? The barrel. Yeah, right down the barrel, they you, call it, don't they? You, uh, like now I'm talking to you, but looking at the people at home, but you were actually talking to the people at home and looking at me, Did which you? is the opposite of what I'm doing now. Have you ever have you done that when you're working, like when you're on a TV show or a movie or something? Yeah. And you're doing a good scene and you're doing it with somebody and then you go. Yeah. If you do it for too long, it's very noticeable. But if you, I've kind of worked out that if you just kind of flash your eyes across the camera, no one picks up on it, even the cameraman. Because at times I've been like, I think I looked down the lens there. And I go, oh, no, I didn't see it at all. Obviously, if you do that, you're in trouble. But just flashing across the lens. Is that all right? People, I don't think people notice. All right, good. Can you do this? What? It's not a fault in the podcast. Can you do that? Is the air going in or out? It's going in. That's right. All right. Brilliant. So we probably we probably lost a few hundred subscribers, but that's all right. That's all right. We gained two two people who were like, "Wow, that's really nice." High note. Yeah, the faithful have stayed with us. What do you think of my Good. jumper? It's one of my favourites. Fantastic. It's got right. flies on it. Yeah, flies is. land on shit a lot. It's true. Yeah, there's a lot of them on me. What does that say about? Well, me? what's it saying about you? Why? What made you feel as though you should wear that? Well, my brother <laughs> bought it for me. It's one of my favourite gifts that my brother's ever bought for me because I remember when when I opened it, I thought, "Wow." there's not that many people that know me well enough to know that I would love a jumper covered in flies, but I genuinely would. And there's also not a lot of people that would love a jumper covered in flies, but I would. And Dom, there's mm. a lot of good reasons for hanging around with you. You know, you're good fun. Thanks. You're, yeah. And one thing, uh, a good reason for hanging around with you, you're, you're knowledgeable on animals. Yeah, I like animals. So I know, like a lot of people out there, I'm sure, that flies land on shit. Yeah. But why do they land on shit? Yeah, that's a good question. Do you know the answer? Yeah. This, I think, is Musca domestica, or the common housefly, mm -hmm. which if I had the chance to study insects again, take a couple of years out and study insects again, I would probably zone in on the common housefly. And you do see the common house, uh, the, the common housefly on feces, I'm going to call it from now on, uh -huh. uh, both human and uh, other animals as well as other flies. And the reason for that is because they lay their eggs in the feces and then the maggots will eat the feces because there's a huge amount of nutrients in poo. So hold on then. Yeah. So is it only female flies that land on feces then? 
Generally, yeah. Although I would probably put an argument forward to say that male flies are also interested in the social aspect of a huge amount of female flies flying around who. So if you were to take a bag and capture all the flies, uh -huh. I'd say probably 85 to 90% of them will be female, but some of them will be male because they're looking to mate. They're you know. hanging around there because they know that a lot of, a lot of women flies Women are hanging there. around covered okay. in shit. But... <clears throat> If we didn't have flies, as an example of a very important insect, we would have a massive amount of human and animal waste sitting around and degrading much slower than it would do if you didn't have these animals around. So with, you know, someone's not picked up after their dog, within a few days, less than a week, that's probably disappeared because of all the animals using it for fuel. If we didn't have those animals, you know, not only would it be disgusting, yeah. but it'd probably be more chance of disease and... Pestilence. So it's amazing. The world is this amazing nature machine mm. where everything's helping everything, Dom. Yeah, it is incredible nature. But it's good to have you hanging around to give us those answers. Yeah, and I am fascinated by flies. Insects are my all-time favorite animal. I would think in the insect world, there are different types that I'm more fascinated by than others. I really like mantids. I like beetles. But the, the reason why I would study flies, and specifically Musca domestica, the common housefly, is because they go through a very fast life cycle. Mm -hmm. They're very easy to work with and do experiments with mm -hmm. because there's a lot of them. And also, they're everywhere. We interact with them all the time, you know. Is uh, our flies uh, found on every continent? No, they're not found on our an Antarctica. As far as I know, mm -hmm. there might be some, but I think like true flies. I don't think you'd find true flies in Antarctica. It's too cold. I would love to have an entomologist on the show. <clears throat> we we almost don't need one because of you. Yeah, my understanding of, of insects, if you got to like PhD level, is, is very much lacking degree level. Having a, even a biologist on or an entomologist to talk to us about insects and just how important they are would be fantastic because unfortunately, as we know, most people are a little disgusted by insects or even scared of insects. And I would say 99% of insects on the planet are completely harmless and 100% of them are useful. So it's time well, to re-educate ourselves. If you're an entomologist or if you know an entomologist, please get in touch with yeah. us, uh, thefriendshiponion at castmedia.com. Mm. Let us know because we like having interesting people on. We don't just have actors. We do like having actors of on. Course. Don't get us wrong, but we don't just want actors. We, we have astronauts and, and physicists yeah. and, and map makers. Yeah. Speaking of which, what? well, we should do a little bit of housekeeping because we like to, you know, make sure that we're up to date with people sending correspondence. And someone sent us a letter about Daniel last week who was making maps. The map. So are we peeling the onion? Yeah, we're peeling the onion. Peeling the onion. This was sent to us from Molly Nesbitt. Oh. And she said, y'all, so I feel like she's from the South, maybe. Sounds like it. Certainly in America. She said, y'all should ask Daniel, the map maker, yeah. for a commission of a map of Billy's hand with all the places you have guessed exactly where you've guessed them. That would be some amazing merch. That'd be great. And since someone told us to use the thumb as um, uh, Florida, it, it's really hard for me. I've got to start with this. Then turn my hand upside down and then back that way right. for me to get it right. Because yeah. I can never think of it in my head. Yeah, no, it is counterintuitive. So um, that'd be brute. 
let's get in touch with Daniel. Uh, could you do that, Johnny? Yeah, let's do that. And uh, we'll we'll get me do a map of my hand with all the wonderful places of the United States. We should start doing the world and use my head. <laughs> yeah, that would be brilliant. Um, do you want to read this letter here from Jen? Do you mind if I put my specs on? Section? Put your specs on. Have you got a, a sheet of paper over yeah, there? Yeah, I've got one here. Right, so Jen says... Lovely Jen. Jen says, hello, guys. I've been absolutely loving your podcast since I found it last week. People are just finding it, Tom. Oh, is that right? Yeah. The Friendship Onion. The Friendship Onion. Uh, it's one of only two podcasts I watch and I listen to regularly. The other being Normal Not Normal huh? with Oliver and James Phelps. Mm. So I was thinking it would be lovely if my four favorite podcasters from my two favorite movie franchises and two favorite podcasts came together as guests on each other's podcast. What do you think? And I don't tell them. You tell them. I'll tell them. Tell you what, the Phelps guys uh, were in touch and they would like us to go on to their uh, podcast, Normal not normal and we're going to do it I think next week yeah next week and I've met them and I really like the guys did you meet them at a convention no I met them because well I don't know if that's a secret so I better not say yeah, no, it isn't, it's no I've seen it somewhere squirrel. I've secret seen it squirrel. I've seen it somewhere that uh, they're doing a, a, a travel show and I was I, I was hoping to join them on it in one of their uh, one of the places they were going but mm. because of COVID and everything we're dealing with, uh, the travel seemed too difficult and mm. impossible. So I didn't. But I spoke to them, and they're lovely people. So we're going to speak to them together mm. next week on Normal Not Normal. And hopefully we'll have them on our podcast at some point. And we can talk too. about being twins and if they can if they can read each other's minds, which I think uh, twins can. Yeah, and the fact that sometimes people think that you and I are the same person, even though we sound completely different. And I think, look, different enough to not be confused with each other like we're in the same movie yeah but you know i have often had people say in passing you were great in master and commander yeah no or are you still no, making music he, yeah. and i go no it was a shame what happened to you and lost and why didn't you walk out the door mm -hmm. people say mm -hmm. anyway spoiler alert hey we went to riot should we talk about that very briefly yeah in it's our we went to the Riot Campus in Santa Monica in Los Angeles after, I think, having made it relatively public that you and I play League of Legends. A few people reached out to us and said, we'd love to have you come see us when we're not in a crazy COVID situation. And... Uh, we went with your lovely son and got uh, shown around the campus and it was very impressive. Or as they would say in Spanish, mucho impresivo. It certainly was. <laughs> bella, bella. Grazie. Uh, what was your favourite part of it? Uh, you know, uh, a lot of it wasn't open because of uh, the That was COVID your favourite part? Yeah. <laughs> I like everything being closed. <laughs> no, but see, the room where anyone who works there could go down and play, really? not only League of Legends, but any video game mm. on, you know, really fast PCs and nice comfy chairs and all that. I thought, if I worked here, that'd be fantastic. Brilliant. I also, they also had, in front of that, they had like a, would it, would it be pretentious to say homage? No, homage is a lovely one. They had like an homage to computer games or video games around... Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot 
for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Over the decades, so on the far left, you had one of the initial kind of Ataris that came yeah. out. Yeah. All the way up to the far right, there was a PlayStation 5. Yeah. And they said, we, anyone who wants to play any console, any game, they can sit here and do it. Brilliant. And I asked Mel, our host who took us around. Hello, Mel. Hi, um, Mel. I asked Mel, what, why do you guys do that? And she said, well, obviously, we want people to love and play League of Legends, but we want them to stay in the world of loving computer games or video games for us because it'll help us in our company. So very cool. It, it made me think as well, not Riot, just the word homage. When I passed them, Death, would, death. Yeah, when, I, when death comes upon me, yeah. would you do a stage show, a sort of homage to my life? Is it a one-man show? It's a one-man, it's you. Okay. And it's, it's song, dance, it's poetry, it's mixed media. You're going to write it before you die? I'll start writing it tonight. Okay. And, oh, the place, the place will love it. It'll be great. Yeah, but the thing is, you're going to die only about 18 months before me. Well, so I'm going to be like 83, 84. If you haven't rehearsed though and you're ready to go, yeah. Billy Boyd, one arsehole. Oh, is that the final number? What? Yes. Billy Boyd, what an arsehole. Curtain call. Thank you. <laughs> Good night, everyone. Yeah, that's, that's a great idea. I'd right. love to Thank um, you. do an homage to your death. I'd love that. Um, but thanks to everyone at Riot yesterday. There was, a, there was some really cool kind of big statues of champions mm. from the game. Annie the art, the artwork. Oh, it was, was amazing. I can't remember the name of the artist. That's terrible. Guy from um, Korea. Uh, and, and I they can't said, remember his name either. They, they, they love him in Korea. And the, the thing that he does, he, he does in huge canvases and he doesn't work it out. He just starts drawing. Yeah. And they, they were beautiful. Brilliant. Huh? I remember some of the names of the people that showed it. There was Brielle. There was Brian. There was August. There was Josh. Joe, there was Joe. Joe. Mel, of course. There was Molly. Well done. Um, oh, you haven't missed somebody. That I've definitely missed a few people, so sorry uh, about that. But, um, but thanks for all the info on League of time. Legends. They gave and, us some gifts. And we know secrets now. Yeah, they've told us some secrets. Don't, don't. But apart from that, how's been your time on, on the Rift? We've it's been, been having good. some fun, haven't we? Yeah, they do a thing for people who don't play League of Legends yet. But get on. We'll all get on one day. Yeah, Everyone on. who watches the Friendship Onion will all get on and we'll play a big game yeah. of League of Legends. Rumble. A big rumble. But they do a thing at the weekends called, it's a competition, Clash. Clash, but you have to be... Ranked. Ranked. Which means you have to play 10 games so that they can see where you are in the ranking system. So I'm three games in to being ranked. And then once we're all ranked, we're going to play Clash and do competitions. And I think that's the first run to becoming pro. Yeah, I think it is. Because the... um... 
the finals this year, we were told we're in San Francisco and we feel like maybe we'll be playing in the final if we keep going as we are going now. Well, they said that we'll definitely be there. Yeah. We're invited. When was it again? It's in like October, November time. And so that gives us quite a few months to become the greatest in the world at that game. Yeah. We also asked our friends over at Riot if they might have someone at Riot who could come onto the podcast as a guest and maybe give the people at home who don't play League of Legends a overview of what the game is about and how you play it. Because the game can be quite intimidating, can't it? Well, all video games can be a thing. Well, even like... Yeah. Really, I don't find that intimidating at all. Really? Even Although, when actually, it sounds like the heart meter, doesn't it? <laughs> you don't want that? Um, yeah, it's quite an overwhelming game. There's 150 champions and, and more are coming, and there's a lot going on. But I think if we had someone from Riot come in and say, you know, download the game, don't worry about this, worry about that. Yeah. Because that is more important than this. So we're going to get somebody from League of Legends to come on and talk video games. Who else do we want to come on? This would be like a call to arms. We want an entomologist on. Entomologist. We want someone who, who is a qualified beer maker to come on. Somebody who knows about whiskey. Someone who knows about wine. Someone who knows about cheese. Someone who knows about... The London Underground. The London. Anyone out there that's a London Underground expert, Billy's fascinated by it. Absolutely. Um, we've had a map maker on, which is fantastic. Um, Jeez. I'd like someone who's an expert on the stock exchange. Because <gasps> to be fair, I don't really get it. I don't get it. And the only time I ever... The, money? the only time I ever tried it, I lost all my money. Mm. Remember when the banks all dropped? Mm. Well, a friend of mine, Paul Riley. What's up, Paul? He says, put your money into banks. I said, hey, I've never bought shares. He said, get all the money that you can spare, put it in your banks. Because they're going to go bust and then they're going to have to do something. No, 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 it's not. He thought they're going to go whoosh. And they went bust. They were about, I think, about £2.20 a share. And within a day, they were 20p. He's done you there, hasn't he? Lost all my money. My God. I invested very early in Tesla and Google. And I've done... Really, really. So that's a, that's a better story. It's a great story. I'm cock-a-hoop. I'm sitting pretty. I go to sleep on a large pile of money every night. Billy, you and I both love Liquid IV. Love it, Dom. Now, let me tell you, I take it before the gym. I take it after the gym. And also because they've been so generous with giving us their product, I've also given some of it to my trainer and some of my friends at the gym, and they all absolutely love it. So, I mean, everyone that tastes a Liquid IV seems to love it. It's great. I, I don't know if it's because I'm getting used to it and I'm used to like feeling good after I take it. Mm. But now, you know, like say I feel like I'm going to do a workout and I'm sort of starting to doze on the couch or that and I think, oh, I might not do a workout today. Liquid IV, I'm right in the mood to work out again. Yeah, you said you prefer it more than water, which is an incredible thing to say. I love it. Designed to enhance rapid absorption of water and other key ingredients into your bloodstream, Liquid IV is absolutely fantastic. And one stick of Liquid IV in 16 ounces of water hydrates faster and more efficiently than water alone. Incredible. And it's got fantastic flavors. Watermelon, strawberry, lemon, anything you need. Pina colada is one of my favorites right Guava. now. Guava. Mm. Hey, Dom, mm. grab Liquid IV in bulk nationwide at Costco, or you can get 25% off 
when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code ONION at checkout. Mm -hmm. That's 25% off anything you order when you use the promo code ONION at liquidiv.com. Experience better hydration today at liquidiv.com. Promo code ONION. Using the internet without ExpressVPN is like leaving your laptop on a table in a coffee shop while you go to the bathroom. Fair enough. A lot of the time, that's going to be okay. But one time, you're going to come back and your laptop is going to be gone. And it's the same if you're using the internet without ExpressVPN. If you're in a coffee shop or a hotel or an airport and using their Wi-Fi, if a hacker is on that system, he can very, very easily get into your computer and steal all your passwords, financial data, anything. So whenever I use the internet on someone else's Wi-Fi, I always use ExpressVPN. They create an encrypted tunnel between your device and the internet, which makes it impossible for hackers to steal your data. So secure your online data today by visiting expressvpn.com slash onion. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash onion. And you can get an extra three months free. Expressvpn.com slash onion. Bills, what else? What else? It's your, well, it's your wonderful wife's 40th birthday today. As we record today, not when this goes out. I would just like to say my favorite thing about your wife as a, as a tribute to Alison on her 40th birthday. Yeah. My favorite thing about your wife is that she always has smiling eyes. Yeah. She always looks like she's about to do this. Right? She, has, she, she has quite a nice time, I think. She There's enjoys, she enjoys the world, which is probably a good thing. Crazy, we're all aging. Yeah, every, every, the only thing that makes it bearable is everybody's getting older. Is that what it is? So yeah. your misery will eventually be shared by us, is that what you're saying? Yeah, when somebody goes like that, you know, as, some, as people do online sometimes, they go, oh, wow, you got old. I just think, well, everybody's getting older. Yeah, they? you too. Uh, <laughs> like Bono in the edge, I mean. Um, I was and doing, Larry Mullen? I was, I was um, like throwing stuff out of my wardrobe the other day, things that I didn't need, putting them in, putting them in plastic bags and stuff. And I put them all in a big pile. Right. And then I went downstairs to grab bin bags. Yeah. So then put all the stuff that I'd been throwing out of my wardrobe that yeah. was now in a pile into the bin bags. And ordinarily, or in my in my younger days, that's just nothing. You just you just bend down and start putting yeah. clothes into bags. But I bent down to do it and I was like, oh my back. Oh, what's that? So I had to like bend my knees and oh. sit down in a cross-legged position to do it. Those are some some of the things they don't tell you about when you're aging. The 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 normal everyday stuff starts to become a little trickier and you can twinge your back or hurt your hip by doing stuff like that. I think I better start organizing an homage to you. You might be first to go. What would be the closing number? Yours is Billy Boy's an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's mine? Uh, and then he became king. Something like that. Oh, it? yeah. Yeah. That's nice. Ruler of the world. Curtain call, bow. Yeah, bam, and then boop, boop. No, it's just a Ah, <laughs> uh, William. Blackout scream done. Oh, emails and real mails. Bastards, tigers, slow as snails. 
Hey, we've had some emails. Should we? we? Yeah. So I'll tell you a few of these. Go on, Tom. This comes from, um, what a lovely name, family. Well, that's, that's a word that means the people that are in... No, it's spelled differently. It's F-A-M-I-L-L-E. Family. Family. And she's from New Zealand. Ah, I've been there. Hono, hono, kite papa. Yeah, bless you. She says, hello, Billy and Dom. Thank you so much for starting this podcast. I've been following you on it ever since you hit 500 subscribers. Wow. Not bad. That was way back. It was way back. She lives in New Zealand, she says, and I've visited Weta Workshop and almost every Lord of the Rings location. I have one strange question to ask both of you. If the first animal you see suddenly says something in English to you, what would be the first sentence of words you'll say to it? Yeah. Complex. Complex. Thanks so much, guys, and goodbye. So you've we've suddenly left the podcast studio. Yeah. And we see, what is it, a pigeon? Yeah, a pigeon. See a pigeon. And the pigeon says, what do, so I'll be the pigeon. The pigeon says to you, you got any bread? And my answer, my question, is it a question or what would I say? Yeah. My sentence back yeah. would be, how long have you been able to communicate with humans and can all of you do it? And the pigeon would say, no. Oh. He'd say, yeah, but, we're intellectually above you, as are all other animals. Yeah. So we haven't brought ourselves to speak to you. Because you're scum. In your ivory towers. Mm. You're all scum. But I could really go some bread. Yeah, how about that bread? Have you got? Because we can't work out how you make that. I will tell you, do you want to know a little bit of trivia about a pigeon? Mm. They eat dandruff. Do they? Mm-hmm. From off who? What? Well, I was with my mate. Right. Um, dandruff Dave. No, I can't. Oh, Martin Waterhouse. We went into Stockport and he was sat on a bench and he went, watch this. There's a whole bunch of pigeons around our feet. And he put his head down, scraped his scalp and a whole bunch of, my favorite word. Uh, uh, oh, I forget it. Detritus. Detritus. It's great to drop Latin every so often. Yeah. Uh, a whole bunch, um, carpe diem. A whole bunch of um, detritus <laughs> fell off his head and the pigeons all scrapped around eating it. And he looked me clean in both eyes and he said, pigeons eat dandruff. I thought, okay. That's cr- and then did he work that out? Do you think? Well, must, maybe That's his dad brilliant. taught him. Not sure. I love that. Well, I'll do the same thing. Am I still a pigeon or can I be something else? Uh, you can be a fly if you want. Okay, so you come out of the podcast studio and yeah. sat on the bonnet of your car. Yeah. Musca domestica, the common house fly. Yeah. And he goes, hey, are you moving this car anytime soon? Because I'm enjoying the warmth from the engine. And you say? I'm actually just going to head off now because I have to get back. It's my wife's birthday and we're going out for tea. Congrats. That's all right. Oh, by the way, why are you always hanging around shit? In fact, don't bother telling me. <laughs> my friend Dom just told me. <laughs> so on your way. Brilliant. All right, I'll buzz off. See ya. See you later. Brilliant. I read a comic book when I was young. And uh, it was about flies. And really, flies, I'd like to read that. It, it it doesn't doesn't tell you it's flies. It's you're seeing it through someone's eyes. Flies people. eyes. Flies eyes. But we don't know it's a fly, right? And it's aliens, and they all come down in their in their uh, alien ships, 
and you, it, it never gives you the point of view of us looking at them. So we're only seeing the world from aliens. Wow. And they're coming into Earth, and they're like, we're going to take over this planet, and blah, blah, blah. And they land it, and then they come out. And then for the first time, you see a human. You see, he, he comes in the door, and he's like, let's kill this human, you know. And the human turns around and just whacks it, and that's when you find out that it's flies. Wow. So we've always had these aliens on Earth, mm. but they've always been flies and we don't know they're aliens. Mm. And as a young boy sitting in Cranhill, Glasgow, reading that, I was, I was quite taken. But they've been around a lot longer than us, flies. Have they? Like hundreds of millions of years. Have and they? modern day humans have been around for 100,000 years, 125,000 years, tops, you know. Yeah. They took, oh, another person who would love to have on, a mushroom expert. Because I was going to say, mushrooms are neither plant nor animal. They're in their own group. And that particular group can survive in the vacuum of space. So one of the things put forward is that mushrooms are actually aliens, that they don't come from space, no, from Earth, that they've been flying through space, managed to colonize here. But ultimately, they're, they're in the deep expanses of space. It'd be great to have a mushroom expert on. I've just thought of somebody who'd be brilliant. And I don't know if they'll come on because they're very busy. Is but, it Obama? No, but Love you were talking Obama. about people and uh, how, how long they've been on the earth and all that. I know a couple of archaeologists from the Stone Age Institute, and I'm going to ask them if they'll come on. How do you know them? Uh, it's a long story, though. They gave me a skull. Not a real one. Not a human? Yeah. Why would they give you a fake human skull? So that you can, it's a very famous skull. Is it? Yeah. But it's a fake one. I don't understand. They've given you a fake famous human skull. Yeah. So they dug a guy. Why are you being suspicious? A guy in Africa dug up this skull and it proves something. Ah. Can't remember what it proves. This is what they would tell us. Yeah. And then. Possibly. 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 The, The day that we thought humans were. Around yes, or when their brains were a certain back. size or whatever. Anyway, I'll get them on. They'll discuss all this. Yeah, yeah, we'll dig into it. <laughs> well, that's what they'll do, oh, Tom. That was chair, brilliant, Tom. Hi, guys. Really enjoyed the show. Thanks for doing this. And um, It's literally just been announced on Twitter and YouTube and all those places that, uh, Dom, you're playing uh, or voicing, playing. Uh, Archibald Desney in the uh, the Legend of Vox Machina, the critical role, critical, critical role. <laughs> uh, I'm so excited. Critical role um, animated series coming to Amazon Prime at the end of the month. I was really hoping that you could just tell us a little bit about that experience, how you, how you sort of came on board, um, and whether we'll be seeing you at the Campaign 3 table on Critical Role anytime soon. That sounded like Either Ed Sheeran or Tom Holland. Or maybe both. Yeah, maybe it's Tom Sheeran. Yeah. Ed Holland. Um, thanks for your question. It's very exciting to be involved, even in a minor way, with Critical Role. I think it happened based on a couple of crossover events that occurred. One being that I started doing a Dungeons & Dragons online campaign during COVID shutdown or lockdown. And I think a few people found out about that. And maybe the Critical Role people found out about that. Maybe. Excuse me. And then I was lucky enough to play one of the characters in the recent Call of Duty game. 
And the lovely lady, Laura Bailey, who played the Russian sniper, is also one of the major cast members of Critical Role. So between her and her husband, who's also in Critical Role, I think they said, well, Don plays Dungeons and Dragons. Yep. He seems to be a nice enough guy on set. Yeah. Let's ask him to come in. And I play <clears throat> Archibald Desney, who is a kind of gruff, Scottish talking dwarf. Archibald. Speaks like that. Archibald. And he's great. And he's like, does a lot of like war cries. Let's fucking go. And in uh, homage to you at one point, I said, you fucking dauber. Because I thought that's very Scottish. And I've heard very you say that. Very Scottish. Um, tons of fun. I've been lucky enough to see a little bit of the, um, the way that the show looks. And it looks really exciting. And um, yeah, can't wait to see it. Those guys are amazing. Brilliant. The stuff they're doing. It's, uh, we should have them on. Because they've got an amazing story. we should. They, they did the fastest Kickstarter campaign in the history of Kickstarter. So they had asked people... Uh, for a certain amount of money, I can't remember what, but they'll tell us if they come on, and they got something like eight times the amount of money that they asked for. I think the the, the headline said they kick Kickstarter right in the arsehole. Is that right? I think it said that. Amazing. So then they turned it into this Amazon Prime show, and um, I think it comes on at the end of the month. And you will be wonderful, Dom. Well, there'll be a lot of people showing up in that show, and it will be further more and more exciting. So. Check it out. The Legend of Vox Machina. The Legend of Vox Machina. Thanks, Tom Holland and Ed Sheeran, for your question. Here comes another one. Hi, guys. My name is Linnea, and I'm a Swedish girl living in Devon. Uh, and I listen to your podcast, Back into Work, every day. Absolutely love it. So keep up to good work. I want to start with Billy. I actually met you um, in London at the last Hobbit movie premiere. Well, you actually walked right past me at first, but then you came back just to tell me that you had to run to Lou first. But you were probably one of the nicest person I've ever met, and I brag about that to people to this day that I've met you. So my question to you guys is, so you obviously both travel loads for work and projects, and you've been away from family and partners for long periods of time. I just want to, uh, want to know what your best tips are to keep a long-distance relationship going because I'm actually in one, and I would love to hear you guys' advice. Keep up the good work. Love the podcast. Bye. Relationship based on. She sounds like um could be an Abel and Sebastian uh, song. Linear. I'm a Swedish girl living in London. Devon, I thought. Devon. Yeah, <laughs> certainly in England, though. I've moved. Now, you can probably speak more on successful relationships that are long long distance because my ones have generally failed which i would <laughs> i would uh term as a relationship not a relationship <laughs> but you're in a successful situation i think where... i think <clears throat> I, um i think a sort of mutual respect isn't it to what the other people uh people i'm my not God. monogamous New, this is news to me chaps <laughs> <laughs> the other person is doing so it's it's sort of really nice to share life with someone but you have to kind of respect that you can't be totally together you know yeah. like you'll be off doing this or that but and they'll go off and do this and that but you you're still together you know so i think um you know as as you have to go to devon there has to be a sort of 
um, understanding that that's something that you're doing for whatever reason and sort of you you give each other that kind of loose rope to do your thing but knowing that you're still together I think that's a big thing I think some people feel like oh if I'm not geographically close to you then we can't be together because you've you've went off but you know life is like that it's all sort of moving and swaying and you know it's nice when you meet someone that you want to share that with but you don't have to be tied to a short rope. You know? mm, yeah, yeah. Because that's always going to fail, isn't it? If yeah. you're on a short rope together. Yeah. And also like that phrase uh, goes, is it, um, oh God, abscess makes the fart go Honda? No, it? it's not that. Ab- abstinence um, makes the, the love the last longer. Uh, is that right? <clears throat> Something like that. Um, yeah, that's a beautiful thing. It can be challenging to be away from people that you love and, and not just your significant other whoever they are sometimes it's sad to be away from kids and family members and friends and stuff but just having that continuing dialogue is important right like you can't disappear out of someone's life just because you're not geographically there phones are an amazing thing i know we give them a hard time and i certainly give my phone a hard time but the ability to stay in touch especially with with facetime and all that now Mm. yeah so i think it'll be okay get them to write your song uh I'm a Swedish girl living in Devon. Lovely Linnea. But one thank, day I'll see you again. Thank, thank you, Linnea, for your lovely question. Thank what, you. What, Billy, what a lovely answer. Thank you, Tom. Dom, a great way to start your day and a healthy way to start your day. Important. Magic Spoon Cereals. Lovely. Aren't they fantastic? I love them. I love them and I like the taste of them. And my son was telling me because he's he's been lifting weights recently. Mm. He says a lot of weightlifters are eating Magic Spoon now because of all the protein in it. Yeah, we grow up eating a lot of cereal, but unfortunately a lot of cereal when we were kids is mm. full of sugar and things that are bad for you. That okay. is not the case with Magic Spoon. We're all trying to eat better, uh, but healthy breakfast doesn't have to be boring. Magic Spoon has some amazing flavors that you'll love, but without all the bad, bad stuff. And it's amazing as a midnight snack right before bed. So listen to this. Zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, which is great after a workout, and only four net grams of carbs in each serving. It's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, and low-carb. And you can build your own box, Dom. Available flavors to build your own custom bundle. Cocoa, fruity, frosted, peanut butter, blueberry, Mm. cinnamon, cookies and cream, and maple waffle. Super yummy. So go to magicspoon.com slash onion to grab a custom bundle of cereal and start your new year off right. And be sure to use our promo code ONION at checkout to save $5 off your order. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money. No questions asked. Remember, get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com slash onion and use the code ONION to save $5 off. Thank you, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring this episode. From websites to online stores to marketing tools and analytics, Squarespace is the all-in-one platform to build a beautiful online presence and run your business. They offer so much like video blocks, traffic overview, email campaigns, social sharing, and so much more. Mm -hmm. I love Squarespace because it's really easy to use and like you said, Bills, offers so many tools to help you track your business needs. I myself have tried Squarespace and have a lot of fun building my pages. With analytics, you can gain powerful insights into who's visiting your site and how they're interacting with your content with our in-depth website. 
Analytic tools include page views, traffic sources, time on site, most read content, audience geography, and more. Squarespace takes the guesswork out of search engine optimization for your website, which means you'll get found in search by more people more often. Buying a domain from Squarespace is simple because there are no hidden fees or price hikes. Each domain comes with an ad-free parking page. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com onion to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Billy and Dom eat the world. Hello. Here we are. You join us here in the all expenses spared uh, stage for Billy and Dom eat the world. And we will, in fact, eat the world. Very slowly, one mouthful at a time. Now, William. Yes. This week, it looks like we're eating ramen, which is a noodle snack from, I don't know, what what Asian country? Korea? I would Japan? Say, I would say Korea. I would say Japan. But, well, let's but, agree to disagree. Okay. But we're not just eating ramen. No. We're eating ramen with... Here we are. Momo Fuku. Chili crunch. <sighs> As you can see here, and we'll do a much better uh, focused section of that. Give us over here, Dom. Great on eggs, noodles, and all your favorite dishes. Thanks, And Johnny. it was sent to us by a listener. We've forgotten the name of the listener, unfortunately. But Johnny Cruz will find, us, find it for us. Maybe not right now. At some point in the future. Some point in the future, says Johnny Clues. Now, what we are going to do yep. is it's supposed to be relatively hot, but we ooh, like hot food. Ooh, ooh, we're going to put a little bit of it, I would say, for me, I would say probably a teaspoon right. of this. A fork spoon. Yeah, I need it. we need a spoon, don't we? Really? Tea. That's all right. I'm going to do two tea, of those. Tea fork? A tea fork spoon. Right. In your ramen. Oh, a doubler. Give it a little stir. I'll out. do that, Tom. I do. Yeah. We both like spicy food, but John almost Johnny Close almost choked on it earlier on. Yeah, his hat blew off. His hat did blow off. Oh, it looks good. Tell you what, it looks good. Now I'm going to read a little bit about Momofuku. It says here, ever since the early days of Momofuku, they've been working on a chili oil that has heat, texture, umami, that crazy flavor that we all know, and a proper balance of flavor. The result, the result is Momofuku Chili Crunch. The story of how they got there is a journey that takes us from America oh. to China oh. to Mexico with a quick stop in Denmark. Now, should we try it first? Why you stop in Denmark? No, I don't know. Right. Should we okay, give it a try? here we go, Dom. Momofuku Chili Crunch. Right, here we go. Right, go on, Dom. Hot. You got a little bit on your face, but not too bad. Good. Oh yeah. It is hot. I like the crunch. I like the crunch. Oh. I like the heat. The sides of your tongue. Oh, I'm gonna have another bite. Right, go on. This is fantastic. Do you like it? I'm gonna could you put some maybe I'll just do it myself. Mm. I'll put it on so I make sure that I'm definitely that's what I'm tasting. Oh, that is a lot. Look at that, Tom. Treat yourself. Is that a good bite? Should I do that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mmm. Oh, the crunch is good. Oh, the crunch is fantastic. Oh, it gets your tongue though, Dom. Yeah, I like it when it gets your tongue. Right on. Mmm. 
And just to be 100%, and I've just licked this. Sorry about that. No, no fine. I put, well, I put the other end in. You and I are basically family. Oh, lick right. whatever you want. Not of me. No. It's just of stuff. Look, I'm going to eat that so I know I'm definitely getting the flavour. Okay. I'm a big fan of umamu. Now, umamu things are things like seaweed. And what else is umamu? That's a different flavor. It's, um, it's like a multi-fermented uh, um, um, flavor. What did they say? That's the sixth flavor or the fifth? Yeah, fifth or so the salt. Seaweed. Sweet, sour. Sour. Bitter. Twisted. Autumn. And, and sneezy. Yeah. And umamu. But seaweed is an example of an umamu taste. What else is? I think marmite maybe is umamu. Yeah, I would think so. Dom. I really like that. I would describe that as fucking fantastic. Isn't it good? That's great. It's Do you hot. know what's in it, Dom? No, go on. Wait, can I guess? Mm-hmm. Chili flakes. Right. What kind of oil? I'd say corn seed oil. Very close. Rapeseed oil. What? Rapeseed oil? Rapeseed, no. No. But, but even closer. Then, then is it, is it beginning with an R. It begins with the G, and you've got all the rest of it. Grapeseed oil. Grapeseed oil. Chilies. Yes. Is there any nuts in there? I got a nutty thing, but no. 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 Um, seaweed. You got seaweed. Seaweed. Um, and okay. there's various spices. Mm-hmm. There's a sugar in it, but oh, it's not a normal was sugar. It molasses? Healthy sugar. What would the healthy oh, cane sugar Cane sugar. No, not cane sugar. Brown sugar. It might fall off a tree and kill you. Coconut sugar. Coconut sugar. Wow. Garlic, sesame seeds. Yes, I should have said sesame chilies, seeds. Chilies, mushroom powder, Ooh. salt, shallots, spices, yeast extract. Oh, yeast extract. Very yummy. That's an umami flavor. And I think mushrooms are an umami flavor. I so think you got you're seaweed. Right. Yeah. Umamu. Mushrooms, umamu. Yeast extract, umamu. It's very umamu. It's very tasty. Let's read a little bit more about Very, very good. As a child, Moku Fuk, that's the um, name of the company. Moku Fuku's creator, Dave, his favorite sources were the vinegary, oily Chinese chili sauces from restaurants like Wu Garden and mm. Peking Gourmet Inn near his hometown in Virginia. Later, after moving to New York, he began eating a lot of, I'm going to hopefully get this right, Lao Gan Ma. Very good. Chili Crisp, the Chinese continent, uh, condiment, sorry, beloved by knowledgeable cooks around the world. When Momu Fuku, our product right here, first began serving roast ducks at Sambar, Chili Crisp was one of the OG condiments. Now, I can imagine that to be very good on something like egg fried rice. Dom. That's fantastic. It's really good because it doesn't overpower, but it's very <coughs> spicy, and I love that crunch. We've almost eaten half the jar. Dom, I'm going to get down to why we, we said Copenhagen. You ready? Yeah, go on. Brass tacks. So, a few years ago, while cooking at an event in Copenhagen, mm. Dave, the guy who started it, yeah. improvised another crunchy chili oil using a variety of smoky, sweet, and dried chilies. Chef Rocio Sanchez, who provided the chili, said it reminded her a bit of salsa matcha. Never had that. A thick, oily salsa she loved to spoon on everything from tacos to rice bowls. Speaking of tacos... They first tried salsa seca, a, a lesser known but no less delicious dry salsa at Eastside Tacos in LA. And in fact, led us to create a dish of butterball potatoes with crispy dried sh- garlic, shallots, and sesame seeds at 
Mahodomo. Brilliant. I'm going to give you so that. So basically, he was at an event in Copenhagen, and because of the chilies that he used, uh, there was a chef there who, who did uh, Spanish food, Mexican food, and um, said it reminded her of a, a salsa. Does it remind you of a salsa? I, I mean, a little bit. I would say it's like a, it's a chili oil, but specifically kept the crunch in. Mm. Because a lot of times when you're mm. making a chili oil, the heat of the oil is going to make everything soft, but they've managed to use things that keep that wonderful crunchiness. And sometimes you need that with things like noodles or rice that are all kind of squishy. So the difference is this sort of um, unami base. Is that right? Yeah, I think so. So that's what makes it different. Read this part here. and Get some of that. William, because that's quite interesting. I'd love to. Hang on. With Momo Fuku Chili Crunch, they, the company, are proud to join this incredible tradition of crunchy spices from around the world. Excuse me. They spent years tinkering and experimenting in their kitchens in order to create a chili oil that reflects all of the various inspirations and speaks to specific tastes. They use the same umamu base as Momofuku seasoned salts. So right. I guess they do that. Yep. <clears throat> Plus a lot of flavors and textures that they love, like crispy silk shallots, mm -hmm. sesame seeds, yep. dried garlic, coconut sugar for a hint of sweetness. And it also says here, we love MSG, but this product only contains ingredients that are naturally high in glutamic acid. Now, I wanted to talk to you about MSG. Yeah. Because MSG, for a long uh, while there, was kind of a villain in the Ooh, food world, wasn't it? Everyone was like, it gives they? you migraines, yeah. it does this, it does that. You should always ask for no MSG in, uh, in Chinese restaurants or Asian restaurants. Supposedly, that was all nonsense. MSG doesn't do any of those things. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It does, so now it's okay again? It's fine, MSG. It's not attributed with any health issues. As far as I know. So all those... <clears throat> not a doctor. All those restaurants that had to change their, their recipes because people said, I don't want that. Yeah, it's giving me migraines. It's all that kind of stuff. This. this I tell you what. <coughs> it's going to get high scores, this. Let's go for it. Taste, okay. Dom. Taste. taste. And or flavor. I'm going I'm to drink the soup. To get a real taste of it. All right, I'll do that and all then. I mean, no question it has improved this ramen, I would say, at least four times better. So we're already getting on to usefulness, but we'll get back to your... Taste. Taste, I'll, I'll Dom. Let, I'll let you uh, recover. I'm, <laughs> I'm giving it a... I'm going to give it a 9.7. That is a fantastic tasting chili crunchy. Thing. I'm going to very quickly follow you up there with a 9.5. Brilliant. Repeating. I think it's more than noodles than that. Mm. Now, uh, how does it look? Aesthetics, the jar and the product itself. The jar's quite small and dainty and sweet. I like it. I like the I like the text, the font that they've used. It's quite playful, isn't it? I'll zoom in, but it won't be in focus. So there's it, no point, really. It looks roasting hot. It, it's not quite as hot as it looks, eh? Yeah. But you, you're very confident shaking that, aren't you? Yeah, I was, I was nervous. You but that. I've got a very, very solid grip. You do, yeah. Um, so it does look nice. I like that. Why is it got... What's that? An orange? A lemon? Yeah, it looks like an orange, but they don't have that in there, do they? No. Grapeseed? Is it the grapeseed oil? No, it's not a grape. Oh, see, it's leaking. You're going to have to demote a, a couple of things there. It's because the lid's For not looks, um, I, I like the look. As soon as it, we get sent it by that lovely person that sent it. Yes, thanks, lovely person. We'll um, include your name in the show notes. Absolutely. Um, 
<laughs> Don't worry. He sometimes does this. Maybe a little bit of water, John. Because Billy's dying. Don't worry. There's help coming. What happened there? Did you have a mini stroke? Up the back of my nose. My God. But that's a good thing, right? There's water coming in. John. Oh, John, just in time, John. You've absolutely saved us. Thank you, John. You were just about to give it scores for looks. Looks, I'm going to give it an 8.2. I love it. It looks like fire. It looks like everything that I like in food. Spice, crunchiness, texture, umami. I'm going to give it a... 9.7 9.7 again. It's high. High it's scores. High. Now, usefulness. And here's where it really comes into your own dog. That's perfect, isn't it? Because if that is sitting in my, wherever you've got to keep it. Larder. Pantry. Yeah, not fridge. Do no, you no, I wouldn't say fridge. It's all right because of the oil and mm-hmm. all that, isn't it? Preserving it. So, that would sit next to my jardinera, mm. which we've done before. And that thing, we get through two jars of that a week. That's fantastic, Jardinera. So this thing would sit next to it and it'd be just as, if not more useful, I think. Yeah. Recipes, eggs, on a piece of cheese, and noodles. I mean, in that the, made like noodles, a yeah. cheap thing of noodles taste absolutely fantastic. Dumb. On rice, I, on your pizza maybe, I've soup. never, for usefulness, I'm giving it a 10. My, My. first ever 10. Ladies and gentlemen, what a moment. What a momentous moment here. But people will remember that. Yeah, they will. I'm going to give it, because I, I, I have to say, I probably still think Jardinera is a little bit more useful than that, and I can't remember what usefulness I gave to Jardinera. I'm giving it a nine. I love it. I love normally that you think of usefulness as, can you take it on the train? Can I put it in my pocket? <laughs> and hours later, offer it to hungry people. Which I don't think you could. I'm a little nervous. Nine's that it good, though. Nine's great. High scores for Momofuku Chili Crunch. I wonder what Momofuku means. And I would guess that's Japanese. I would think Momofuku. so. Momofuku. It's, it's absolutely wonderful. Get yourself some of this. Yeah. Thank you very much, the listener who sent us it. It's amazing. We'll include your name in the show notes. If you've absolutely. got anything that maybe you grew up with, or maybe you went traveling and you found something that you just thought was incredible that we can get hold of and taste on our show. Maybe it's bizarre. Maybe it's super tasty. We don't mind. Get in touch with us at the, what is it? The Friendship Onion at castmedia.com or on speakpipe.com forward slash The Friendship Onion. It's true. Thanks, guys. It's time for I Will Take the Ring. Hey, hello, Audrey. <laughs> hello, Ellie. Hello. hello. How are you guys doing? Doing good, yeah. Oh, you guys are How twins. Are y'all? No, we're uh, 13 months apart, so close enough. Oh, 15 yes. months. Uh. Similar, <laughs> very close to being twins. Yeah. Who would you say, before we even begin to have a quiz with you guys, who would you say is the Lord of the Rings expert out of the two of you? Uh, I feel like I'm the movie one and she's the book one. Yeah. Oh, well, there could be trouble here. Now, how do we pick teams? You had a way of doing this at one point. <laughs> yeah, I close my eyes. You I give say a number. them numbers. One, say for instance, Sally one, Audrey two. And then I open my eyes and I say, one is with me. Okay. That kind of thing. Okay, close your eyes then. Hey. So, Audrey, your number... Yeah. Okay. All right, Billy, open your eyes. Okay. I will... My... Audrey. Oh, no. No, you're saying number, uh, you... It's a number, that's right. Uh, one. 
<laughs> You're with Ali and I'm with Audrey. Come on, Ali. Here okay. we go. We're going to All win right. this. <laughs> it's time this. for a quiz. Hey. Do we have like a jingle for Ready? a quiz? Oh, we have to do a cappella. Did you forget? We yeah. don't have a guitar. Do you know the answers to the questions that we'll ask? Do, do you, you know, know the answers? Ring a ding a ding ding ding. Do you know the answers to the questions that we'll ask? Do you know the answers? Will you ting a ling? <laughs> Wonderful stuff, William. I'm going to cross my legs so I feel like a real question master here. So, will you take the ring to Mordor? <laughs> oh yes, no. So you have to, you have to um, answer back. Do you, do you guys know what you have to say? Yeah. Yeah. We say it together. Yeah. yeah. Will you take will the ring take to, the Mordor? Ring to Mordor? <gasps> but do you know the way? I will the take way? the ring to Mordor. <gasps> But do you know the way? <laughs> Let's find out. Come on, Tom. All right. Well, so, I, so I'm asking, Audrey's on my team, so I'm asking Ali the questions. Correct. You're asking her. Okay, and Ali. Ali can ask me for one clue, and Audrey can ask you for one clue. There's four questions each with a tiebreaker if you're, if you're uh, drawn at that time. All right, Ali. Are you ready? They're quite difficult. Here we go. Ali, question one. <clears throat> Where was Mount Doom located within Mordor? Was it the Plateau of Gorgoroth? Was it the Plateau of Osgiliath? Was it the Plateau of Udun? Or was it the Plateau of Eisenmouth? I can give you those four again if you want, or you can just go ahead and answer. Okay. I'm going to think about it. Yes, okay, always think. Yes. I told should... Audrey I did not want any geography questions. <laughs> well, that's a shame because this um, one is almost certainly yeah. geography. If I could give you a piece of advice, Audrey, I'd say <laughs> use your mind, use your brain to create words that form an answer and then have them fall out of your mouth. That's <laughs> <laughs> the only way you win. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to ask you to read it one more time. There we go. Uh, options A, B, C, or D. So it is, where was Mount Doom located within Mordor? The Plateau of Gorgoroth? A. The Plateau of Osgiliath? B. The Plateau of Udun? C. Or the Plateau of Eisenmouth? D. Okay. Um, I'm thinking C. Is that your final answer? Yes. <laughs> It's, it's not the right answer. answer. I'm absolutely Unfortunately, sorry. Unfortunately, I'm so sorry. Uh, the, the answer is the Plateau of Gorgoroth. Quite a hard question to start. Very off, to difficult to start. You shouldn't be ashamed yeah. of yourself there. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Audrey, another quite difficult one, I think. Yes. Sindarin is the language of which race? A, dwarfs. B, elves. C, hobbits. Or D, Ents, the language of Sindarin. Uh, I'm going to say Ents. It is, I'm afraid, the wrong answer. Oh. It was the language of the ah, elves, ah, Sindarin. <laughs> so it's zero, zero, so we're still drawn, so that's quite good, Dom. Carry on. Okay, here we go. Now, am I, am I, I'm asking <laughs> Ali questions, right? Is that right? It is right, yeah. Ali's on my yeah. team. Oh, yes. So, Ali, question number three. Where were the glittering caves located? <gasps> Another geography question, no. unfortunately, Ali. 
I can't believe this. I'm so sorry about this. Where were the glittering caves, caves located? Was it the Misty Mountains, the White Mountains, Mount Doom, or the Blue Mountains? Saddest mountains in the world, of course. I'll give you that question one more time, uh, Ali, while you're thinking. These are very difficult, yes. Tolkien questions. Where were the glittering caves located? A, the Misty Mountains, B, the White Mountains, C, Mount Doom, or D, the Blue Mountains, close to Virginia. Trying to imagine it, trying to imagine it, trying to imagine it. I don't know, it's total guess. Okay. I'm going to go with the White Mountains. It's, it's the, the correct, correct answer! answer! We are done, <laughs> Ali! Fantastic Yay! work, Ali. One point. Now, can we keep it one each with the answer to this one? Uh, Audrey, here we are. Which of these three are not considered? What? Oh, hold on. Which of these three are not considered? <laughs> Johnny! I don't like your wording on this. I'm going to give you four time periods of Arda. One of them is not considered one of the great three time periods of Arda. So the four time periods are the years of the lamp, years of the sun, years of the moon, or years of the trees. Which of the three are not considered a great time period in Arda? Is that correct? Yeah. Tough question. A, Tough question. year of the lamp, Years of the sun, years of the moon, or years of the trees? Which of the three are not considered the three great time periods in Arda? Lamp, sun, moon, or trees? I'm going to go with A. A, years of the lamp. I would have went for that, but it's the wrong answer, uh. I'm afraid. It's years of the moon. Who would have known that? I don't know. Stephen Colbert, maybe. Maybe. It's 1-0 to Ali. still. 1-0, Ali's in the lead. <laughs> I feel like the questions get a little easier They're now, They get easier. So, you know. Okay, question five. Which hobbit is Mary Brandybuck, me, first cousins with? Is it A, Sam, B, Frodo, C, Pippin, or D, Rosie Cotton? Which hobbit is Mary Brandybuck first cousins with? Sam, Frodo, Pippin, or Rosie? It's Pippin, right? Is that your final answer? It is. I'm it's afraid not, it's the wrong no, answer. It's, no, it's Frodo. 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 I was yeah. thinking Pippin mentions that in the movie. Yes. Well, I think we say word about it. So I think we're all learning things today, guys. I think we, we are cousins, are. Yeah. but not yeah. first cousins. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, here we are. We're all here to learn. Okay, Audrey, who became the thirty-second thane of the Shire? That is the military leader in the Shire. The thirty-second thane was it A. Pippin, B. Frodo, C. Sam, or D. Bilbo? Who became the 32nd Thane of the Shire? Pippin. 
It's the correct answer! And it's one each! Wow. Oh, so very exciting now, sisters from Minneapolis or Mississippi or whatever it is. Incredible work there, all Mississippi. Okay. Question seven, oh. Ali. One, you get this if you've seen the movie, probably. Where in Middle Earth were the Urkhai bred? A. Mordor. B. Isengard. C. Othgiliath. Or D. Ithilien. Where were the Urukai bred? Where were they Isengard. born? Where were they created? Mordor, Isengard. Othgiliath. Is that your, wow! No! Is that your final answer? <laughs> yes. It's, it's the, the correct answer! She was absolutely sure of that. One. Audrey, you need this to stay in the game. You need this one, Audrey. I know. You'll who, get it. who owned one of the best mushroom fields in the Shire? Was it A, Farmer Hopkins, B, Farmer Moon, C, Farmer Maggot, or D, Farmer Cotton? Who owned one of the best mushroom fields in the Shire? You can ask for a clue, of course, if needed. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm going to ask for a clue. Okay. So, in the Fellowship of the Ring, when you meet Mary and Pippin for the first time. No. What? Well, the second time. The second time you meet yeah. Mary and Pippin, <laughs> they have stolen something from a farmer's field. It's that farmer who yeah. has one of the best mushroom fields in the <laughs> um, Shire. Farmer Maggot. It's, it's a correct answer! And it's two each, and we go to a tiebreaker. <laughs> we can't believe it's too exciting. Ah, this is very exciting. Now, how are we going to do the, the tiebreaker? <laughs> because the two of them have to answer this question at the same time. Well, the, what we're going to do is... I think you just shout it out. You just shout it out. The first person to shout it out. I don't think we give them any options. No, there's no options. There's no options. <laughs> don't the think we give them The first person that shouts out the correct answer gets a Friendship Onion T-shirt for free. Wow. What could be nicer? <laughs> okay, go on. You read it out, Bills. So just shout it out if you know it. How many Oscars? Okay. How many Oscars did the Fellowship of the Ring win? I believe it was three. <gasps> Wrong. <clears throat> Keep going. One go each now then until somebody gets it. I'm going to say... <laughs> I'm just going to say four. It's the correct answer! Audrey, <laughs> you have won the quiz. This is unbelievable. It's unbelievable. No one can believe it. Incredible work. You <laughs> <Go> mad. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Hey, congrats, ladies. <laughs> what a wonderful quiz. Now, well, those were quite difficult. They were hard then. questions. We, we usually uh, traditionally see if you guys want to ask us a question since we've been asking you questions this entire time. So yeah. if you guys have a question, you can totally ask us. If you don't have a question, that's okay too. Well done. That was a fun quiz. Well mm -hmm. done, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Thank y'all. Yeah. Um, yeah. I do have a question. Okay. Um, this is for Billy. Yes. Uh, why, how did you come up with Wee Bobby Johnson for your dog? No, that's a good question. My dog is called Wee Bobby Johnson, as you know. I love him. And what happened was we moved into a, a new house and I was setting up the Wi-Fi 
and my son would have been about seven or eight years old. And I'm setting up the Wi-Fi, you know, on my phone, and he's passing by. And I said, what will I call the Wi-Fi? And he said, Bobby Johnson, like just out of the blue. So I said, okay. And I called it Bobby Johnston. <laughs> so the Wi-Fi was called Bobby Johnson for about three years. And then we got a dog and we thought, what were we going to call this little dog? And my son says, Bobby Johnson. So we called the dog after the Wi-Fi, which was named <laughs> after just my son saying the first name that came into his head. But Dom tells me that Bobby Johnson yeah. is a famous Scottish football player, soccer player, and we didn't know this. Yeah. So yeah. we don't know if my son had sort of heard that somewhere. But when I asked my son, he said, no, I just made it yeah. up. I don't know. Yeah. So that's how Bobby Johnson is called Bobby Johnson. <laughs> Good question. What wow. a great question. Well, Very nice. It was lovely spending <laughs> time with you guys. Thanks for playing the quiz with wait us. Wait a minute. Does Ali have a question? Oh, wait. Do you have a question, yeah. Ali? Thank you all. Um, yeah, I'll ask a question. Um, I just wondered, like, since y'all have lived multiple places in the world, like, how y'all like living in America? Do y'all enjoy it? Is it so different from anything else? Or how y'all like it? Yeah, I love it. I love anywhere that I live. I try and make the best of it. Los Angeles is a little too hot for me in the summer. So by the time it gets to kind of May through till September, it's a little bit too hot for me. But the restaurants are amazing and the things that you can do here are really incredible. Yeah, I really like it. I think America is a lovely place and it's so big and so different that you can travel around. And, you know, when I first came, I couldn't believe how few people had uh, passports. But then I'd never lived in a big country like America before where you can spend a lot of time just looking around America. And like you guys are from Mississippi. Yeah. Let, let's see if Dom knows where Mississippi is. <laughs> There's my hand, Dom. Florida. California. New York. Where is Mississippi? No, I don't know. I'm not very good with Mississippi. I would say if you go to the end of your index finger and mm. then go down. No, the other way. Right. End of your index and then go down a little bit towards your thumb, but not quite. Right like there. keep going a little bit. Stop. I would say there. How's that? Was that close to Mississippi? That's pretty close. Very, very close. <laughs> ah, yeah. well done, though. Okay, okay. That's the first time I think. I knew it was the South. <laughs> Brilliant. And what, what, let's ask you guys, what's your favorite thing about Mississippi? If you've, if you've been to other states in the United States, what's the best thing about little old Miss? I think the best thing is probably just small town life. Like, you know everybody around you. And yeah. it's just a special way to live. So Nice. Yep. Yeah, that's um, nice. I sent y'all's, um, one of your producers, the recipe from my family's restaurant. Um, oh. So hopefully in the next few weeks, y'all will have Eat the World and either have white wine cake or poppy seed chicken casserole. White wine cake? I'm into that already. That sounds yeah. bizarre and brilliant. What's your family's <laughs> restaurant yeah. and where is it found in Mississippi? Um. My it's my family owned restaurant, yep. so it's called Penny's Pantry. Um, there's just one store and it's in Senatobia, Mississippi. Just a small place. Oh, cool. Well, hopefully we can go there one day. That'll be wicked. That'd be great. Mississippi is a very big word <laughs> <Yeah>. spell it. <laughs> IT. 
Well done, Yay! Dad! <laughs> hey, guys. It was lovely to speak to you. Have a fantastic rest of your day. Well, we've had some fun, Dom. Another week is over. Well, we've got to leave it. We've got to leave the studio and go back to normal life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was fantastic. We've had a lot of fun today eating the world and talking about different stuff. And, of course, doing a quiz with lovely people. I like the quizzes. It's good. I Quite like difficult too. questions this time, John. Well done. If you want to get in touch with us, obviously you guys know how, but you can always leave messages for us on our YouTube channel. And if you subscribe and give us a five-star review and rate us, it gives us the chance to make more and more of these episodes, which we love making for you. Rate, review, and subscribe. You can get our merch at the podcast. No, at the podcast. At thefriendshiponionpodcast.com. And, and it's guaranteed that it'll make you 24% cooler. Yeah. Wow. And we'll see you guys next week on the Friendship Onion. Toodles. Harmonize with me and hold me tight all through the night. You're shining bright. I'm your oyster, baby. You're my pearl. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.